Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Here's Nikki. Hello, here I am. Welcome to the show. It's the Nikki Glazer Podcast. Same crew as we had yesterday. My mom, Brian, Noah. What's going on with your eye? What's Just winking that? at you. <laughs> that was not a wink. That was a stroke. <laughs> that was... <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's... Yeah, maybe it is. I, I liked it, though. Can you wink? Yeah. No, no. you can't. You can't. <laughs> wow. You can close both eyes and then open one. But yeah, no, it's too much. It has to be subtle. Okay, I can't do it. Like if mm. you're just like, Is that I can't really do it either. I'm a little insecure about my own, so I think oh, okay. I'm, I'm never going to try so it again in front of Allie you. Also I can't do it. No, I, I won't ever make fun of you again. You can't wink either. Allie can't. Allie can't wink. That's no. cute. Yeah, yeah. God, when she does it, it looks well, it's cool. Cute when she yeah, does when it. you do it, there's a problem. It's a yeah, <laughs> it's a it's a neuro uh, neurological. Yes, that was the word I was thinking. Firing. Um, okay, Noah's pregnant. We announced it on last week, yes. last night's show. But then her mic cut out as soon as she was getting Weird. into how the she's medical. treated differently as a woman over 40 being pregnant. Right. So those of you didn't maybe hear yes, yesterday's episode, she's four and a half, five months pregnant, yes. 24 weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And for some reason, she was silenced for discussing her pregnancy. <laughs> yeah. That. What is that about? <laughs> um, you're so cool about it. Like, I always forget you're pregnant because you don't seem to, like, talk about it at all. What can you give us, like, the highlights, the lowlights? like what you didn't expect what you did expect what i mean you're you like what you're excited about what you're dreading like everything things we wouldn't Jeez. well so i'm like, excited yeah, just go i'm excited about the whole thing mm-hmm. i think uh definitely waiting um didn't really bring up all those fears that you talked about at the end of last episode with like my whole ripping am i ready for this i'm gonna have to push this thing out like i don't mm. i don't really see it like that i see it as wow, my body was able to create something. Um, It wasn't easy. (laughs) You know, it it was a process to get here, but it did it. And I'm, I'm proud of myself for it. 
and I'm excited. I'm no, not scared of anything. Drop that pride, girl. If you learned nothing from yesterday's episode, <laughs> you could be thankful for yourself for doing it, but you can't yes, be I'm, proud. I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm no, you are proud. Yeah. I'm thankful. Um, and uh, let's see. What I really like about it is that my boobs are huge. First yes. time in my life I have cleavage. And will they wow. stay big? Is there I, a dumb I mean, man I don't question? know. As as she we'll nurses. have to find out. Why did I just... That's the only question I have. Will those stay big? <laughs> boobies. <laughs> those boobies. Will they? No, wait, but do no, they, they, do they go they, down they immediately? They go or down. They go down after, after you're you nursing. nursing. Yeah. Oh, okay. How long does that okay. last? Well, as long as you nurse. What have you found about having big boobs? Like, what what's it like, th- like never having them, and now you do have them? Like, she has to get a new bra. Yeah, new bras. Oh, yeah, and I've been waiting on that because I don't want to spend the money on it. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, let's see. I, I learned that uh, most of my shirts are uh, not V neck. Like, don't show off cleavage because it's. <laughs> I never had cleavage to show off. Mm. Even if you do, though, like showing off cleavage is distracting for people, and sometimes I. Like when I have had cleavage, I don't want it to be out. Like w- women that just have a line of cleavage. I know some women can't help it. So if you wear any kind of V-neck, right. I would just find it hard to get through the day and have people not. I don't want to distract people. That's me uh-huh. being like, oh, poor men. They can't handle themselves around my tits. And I want them <laughs> to be able to focus. But I grew up going to a middle school who forbid women to wear tank tops because we were distracting to boys. You wore tank tops. Yeah, in in rebellion, I was the only one that showed up the next day. Oh, with I remember a tank that. Top. Yeah. It was, uh, it was the only time I've ever rebelled. Wow. And I didn't know you were doing some we, rebelling. Every girls were all the girls were going to wear tank tops cuz we were like this is stupid. We can't wear tank tops cuz boys are distracted. Uh-huh. Wow. And um, no one else wore one. The next oh, day I did and God. I thank God I brought a sweater and I put it on over it, but You um, showed up for the revolution alone. And then all the boys were able to get A's on that test that day. Because <laughs> before... They were so distracted. Yeah, they were distracted by my bees. Mm. Um, but it's, are you... Um, don't are they getting in the way? Are you feeling like is is well, your husband now, like so like? Okay, so now because my stomach is starting to protrude, sometimes like if I don't wear a bra, like my boobs will stick to my stomach, which is something that oh, I haven't yeah. really... Oh, wow. So you've before, been a woman that doesn't need a bra, like what you'd like being braless because it doesn't change anything really. Because right. I think I mean, women, less, like, women with weighty boobs like bras because it keeps the tit from laying on our right, stomach, which is right. an annoying feeling. Not that I have big tits or anything right now. They're, they're pretty small. In fact, a girl after a show the other day said, thanks for representing girls with small boobs. Oh my God. Nice. Huh? You don't have small boobs. I was like, boobs. excuse me? Eh? Do you well, think Pilates I, do you are come, you're seeing me your get boobs? his right hand? No, <laughs> but when you're thinner, like I've lost a little bit of weight due to anxiety. And I think that's, it sucks out of your tits pretty fast. Uh-huh. And then when you gain weight, you put it in, some people put it in their boobs, but yeah. So I think maybe it's that, but yeah. And age, you just lose like vol- voluminousness. Uh. Um, but do you, are you going to be sad to see these tits go? Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'm a, uh, she just got him for God's sake. Yeah. I, I'm just thinking. I mean, <laughs> she's just getting used to them, Nikki. and I'm already taking I'm them right. away from her. I'm like, <laughs> how are you going to feel when they're gone? Yeah, you no. have this yeah. baby and no tits. It's like, yeah. whoa, it's what's terrible. that life like? Tit depression. Yeah, but you know what I don't like. I like. I realize that um, because you know when I was going into this and stuff, like 
everyone's like, oh yeah, your body doesn't become yours anymore and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. while I can see where people come from when they say that, I, I don't really feel that. I, like oh. I don't feel this... Th- this this yeah. thing taking over my body and it's no longer mine. It's like, but you did see a picture of yourself from behind where you were like horrified and you didn't yes. recognize yourself. Did you feel in that way? Like, oh, I have no control. Of, like, was that a moment for you of like, what's happening to my body? I hate but this. It, it wasn't. It was just like I didn't recognize myself, mm. which was was really hard. It was basically. Um, we went to Sedona and Avi took a picture of me mm. walking on like Red Rock and I, and it was a picture from behind. I didn't have my coat on. You could see my, I could see my butt and I was really disheveled that day. I just didn't give a shit what I look like. And I just look like a, like a cow grazing <laughs> the, the Sedona. No, hill. it didn't. Yeah. I saw the picture no, and it was not I'm that bad, sure. but it was like yeah. her legs were together no in it. And so it didn't. Anyway, so. <laughs> yeah, it was me. Impossible. To graze on. Um, but yeah, so you don't relate to the thing of like your body's being taken from you. Is it weird? And this is me just being so vapid and vain. That's fine. I would really worry about my stomach stretching out. Like I would try Mm. to suck in all the time so that my stomach skin isn't stretching out so that I'm not left with something that I have to get a mommy makeover and go to doctor, whatever it is. I'm so with you. I am. I have been. So I used to work in a health food store and there were these women that would come in and there was this oil that they would buy. It was called Mother's Special Blend. And they would talk about how it would leave no stretch marks. So when I was 19, I heard this and I bookmarked it for like now, like, oh, I always have to have mm. like an oily stomach and stuff. So I'm, yeah, I'm all about You're that. You're lathering I just, up all the time. Yeah. But can you okay. see it? Can you be like... It, it's like no. when was the when did you first see your stomach stick out where you're like oh my god this isn't just me being full because I think we all can look about three months pregnant if we eat a really big meal and just descend yes. our stomach you can kind of get there and see what it would be like was there one morning where you were like oh it's here does it like drop at one point I think it was like maybe five or six weeks in the I, I just you just feel <laughs> you just feel like you're holding in a fart like forever and it's just oh, like not no. coming out and um. And I realized it, but it was like where it was underneath my belly button. It was like in the fupa area. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, this is kind of big. It looks like I ate a huge meal. And I'm like, isn't it too early to show anything? And then it gradually moves up. Oh, so wow. now, okay. I mean, now like a like fart my bubble. Belly is. Like they travel yeah. around. Your so when you get birth, it never it's comes like out. just a fart. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. a giant fart. I don't know. I'll, when I'll, you, you know. fart, do you feel relief? Like you must be gassed up. Um, I don't feel relief because I constantly feel like, oh, there's a fart trapped in there and it's not going away yet. It'll probably go away after all the time. Are you having weird cravings? I don't know. I had a girl when I said cravings, but it felt right. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? It's like week by week. It's not like they make it out on TV where you want like pickles and chocolate ice cream. Mm. Weird things. It's just like this week. I just want peanut butter all the time. Right. Yeah. Okay. And um, what is this week for you? What are you? What's your? What are you on? That's it. I, oh, I told Brian before the show. I'm eating green apples with peanut butter. That's my thing this week. Yeah. That's like all you want for every meal. Uh, it's what I want between every meal. You gotta feed oh, your babies that meal. peanut butter because then they won't get a peanut allergy when they're there. If, you, you gotta go. expose oh, it to them early. Well, I've heard different things, but l- the latest my thinking on it is that the reason why there's so many peanut allergies these days is because everyone is avoiding giving their children peanuts and just in case they have a peanut allergy. And it's like, well, now they're not exposed to it. So then when they do get exposed to peanuts for the first time, when they go to kindergarten, they have a reaction. My theory. Well, that's what I always think about when people on planes are wiping down every surface and I'm just like, 
licking not it. doing yeah pretty, <laughs> like laying my face on the tray table right dropping Drooling. food on the ground eating brushing it it goes going and then eating it still i go like is this working for you like are you doing this because you get sick or do you get sick because you do this all the time? They probably mm. get sick. Because and now they're I freaked don't out. They've get been sick. sick. Really? Yeah, me neither. And me neither. I'm pretty disgusting. And I'm mean, we've talked about this before, but I just <laughs> sometimes the thing that you're avoiding is the thing that will get you. And there's just was a study that came out recently. It was in like the headlines last week about people that are so scared of getting sick get sick more. Oh, uh-huh. and maybe that's because they, they let, know their disposition and they know that they're more likely to get sick. So therefore, it could be. I also have a feeling mental, that sometimes that you might be of. sick and you don't even notice. Me? Yeah. Like yeah. sometimes you I might. Think that's true. What too. someone else might say, I'm sick. I need to take a day off. You might just like breeze through oh. the day without even being like, okay, I guess I yeah, was. Yeah, you sick. just don't. You don't I don't get think the so. same effects because I've 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 felt the same effects. I've had strep throat before. I've had like I know what I've had migraines before. Like I know pain and I know and I but I also know when a sniffle. I would think there's no one in the world who would take off work because you have a sniffle. That's insane. Mm. Oh, I think there are people that would that just like are just a little bit like I can understand if your head feels like it's like the pressure and you can't walk and you can't think straight. But if you're just having sinus drippage. Go to work. Come on. <laughs> yeah. If you need a break, you need a break. Like, I won't s- steal that from you, but don't make it about your sniffles. You just need a break. Like, that's not a reason <laughs> to take off work. But I do think if you have even a slight headache, you should be able to um, have months off of work. I think a headache, <laughs> no one should able be able to be expected to function on them. They should um, be a get out of work free card. Any th- any kind of tension headache. Headaches, I think, are the worst pain oh ever. God. I have a headache also every a day. throat pain. I know, Brian, yeah, that's why too. I'm like, I feel bad asking you to do anything. Headaches mm. are the worst. I have so I much empathy. I just take a- aspirin and it goes right away. Well, then what are we dealing with? What are we talking about? I, I, I Julie says aspirin. 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 Well, why don't you everyone take aspirin then? Um, why don't you always take aspirin? I do. Because sometimes you just fight I take it, it every day. You, every day. Almost every day. I, why do you think you get headaches? You. Have you it's gone to sin- the doctor? It's sinus stuff. Why don't you do uh, sinus stuff? I don't know. I have some Flonase in the other room. I know. I need to just go buy some. That's that's what you're getting headaches from. Is probably it? sinus. Okay. You yeah. can't do Flonase yeah. every day. It's a steroid, and it'll it'll kill you. Oh no! I need to do a like a antihistamine or something. My sister told me that Flonase or like those like antihistamine noise sprays are good for your bags under your eyes. <laughs> that's really? another reason I should do it. I can't believe that to be true. Yeah, I did gonna, get it for that, and it hasn't changed anything. So please mm. don't rush out and buy thinking your bags are going to go away, girls. Well, There's it's nothing working that, for her. It is? She, yeah, she didn't have any bags under her eyes. She's never had bags. She didn't? When she's tired, she has bags. Yeah. I think it's just she's, she's getting more sleep because she's having Yeah, the cure sniffles. for bags is sleeping. That's the only thing that works. Those creams, um, yeah. those creams are Or bullshit. surgery. Yeah, yeah creams do not work. I don't I never think pepper, there's ever been a cream though. that has ever done anything. That works. Yeah. <laughs> Name a cream I that's ever done I kind of agree with you. Yeah. Maybe then why do you subscribe to those creams? I, well, I, because I like the feeling of having moisturized skin. Oh. And I do mm. believe it. it uh, uh, y- y- my plant squalene stuff I use, I would, seriously, it's the number one thing I can't live without. Uh, all of you, I would just, goodbye. If I, if it, it meant, that is the, I can't even function without that. What I is it? Plant? It's just plant squalene. It's a, the ordinary, 100% oh, plant ordinary. squalene. I gotcha. bought it for you. You have it. I've what used is it? What does all that do? of my ordinary. Plant, plant it, squalene? It keeps you moisturized. 
It just keeps you moisturized all day. It's right? It's the only moisturizer that has ever worked beyond 15 minutes on my face. Every other moisturizer that everyone uses, they get absorbed right my skin, sucks it up, and it's dry again. Mm. I don't get it. But this stuff actually stays on your face all night long. It doesn't stain your sheets. It's incredible. I cannot believe everyone doesn't use it. I'm mystified. And it's $7 a bottle. Yeah, so. It's insane. You yeah. can get it at Target. Don't well, get the why. heavy squalling. Get the 100%. Um, it's, it's so good, but, um, I the got real Botox. solution for everything. If it doesn't yeah. cost enough money, then no one will know about it because no one's profiting enough off of it. Oh, just keep pushing $7 it, a bottle. It lasts forever. No one's going to make a commercial for, for that. For a while I was gatekeeping it because I didn't want it to sell out everywhere. Now I don't care because I just, I just, I'm baffled that the people I have shared it with don't continue it because once I found this stuff, I was like, I will I'll never use anything else. I don't, it doesn't matter what face wash I use, what I don't use a night cream. I don't use an eye cream. I just use this stuff. You can use it as lube. I've talked about it a million times. You use it just in the morning. Lube. No, I use it the morning and night. It's lube. my night. It's my night cream. When we don't have yeah. lube, I'll use it as lube because it's just, it's just plant squalling. There's nothing else in it. It's one ingredient. Um. It's really clean. It's slick. It makes, it feels oily, but it's not oil. It's, it's amazing. I don't, I can't, fathom why you would do anything else it, I've tried other stuff because people go swear by it and I spent $80 on this thing and this balm and this um, ceramides and um, these doctors just sent me this like $500 skincare cream two creams $500 for the whole set I didn't wow. pay the for one it. that we opened together no, a different one. Oh. And it was $500 and I've been using I'm it. I'm using that one. But I don't know what it's supposed to, it dries me out. I just don't, I don't mm. get it. But I did get Botox last week and I'm very excited about the Looks results. They good. haven't come in yet. Okay. They're just coming in. We're just getting the results. Where'd you get it? Because oh, it takes we? seven to 10 days. Oh. I got it at um, Nyack in St. Louis, which is no, my like favorite place to face. go. Oh, oh. Um, that's a better question, I guess. Uh, I was like, <laughs> why is he asking where I'm going in St. Louis to get my Botox? Um, I got it in my chin. Mm. And then I got it in my, like, here. I don't know, like... In what the, do they call those I don't lines? Even, like, where it would dribble down if you were, like, blah, 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 and water yeah. flying out of the sides of your mouth. Frown That's lines? Yeah. Be frown lines. Okay. So this, if you... Apparently, you're, if you take this, if you freeze this, this gets shot up. Like, it just... Uh. Look, it gives the appearance that this raises. All I'm trying to do is raise this area of my face. And I was told that unhooking the the tendon the the stretch that's pulling these down will make will just do the optical illusion of pulling your face up we'll, uh. we'll see it hasn't taken shape yet it hasn't started yet i haven't felt it i'm just starting to feel the like kind of numbness around here and then i got my mandibles here because i clench my jaws a lot so this <laughs> muscle is kind of being taken out masseter. and then i got masseter yes and yeah. then i got uh yeah math that's what i meant to say and then um, lip curl, lip flip, lip flip, lip flip. Mm. Yeah, and that that I've done that a bunch. Actually, I, love I can that. see that on you right now. Oh, busted! I it's a little bit. Are you saying you like it? Or no, you're no, just no. Saying, I, I like it. I'm oh. just saying I can see. I know when you got this done. I saw you the day you got it done, uh -huh. and you say it hasn't taken effect, but I can see it right now. It's still coming out. I'm so excited. Yeah. I love this stuff. This stuff is exciting because it's risky, and you're like, am I gonna like this? And it's like, we'll see, baby. Doesn't it hurt? Getting it in? Yes. Not really. Oh, okay. A little bit. And how long Mom, is it going to last? Well, I did it with you. That well, it depends day. on how much, how fast you metabolize it. But Botox for me, it's. It, I used to be able to keep it in my face for, I would say, like six months. And now it's probably three months. Like, mm. you know, you get older and you just, it uses up quicker. But I love going and getting this stuff done because it feels like 
oh my god I'm kind of bad like this could go really wrong like I like the inherent risk of it wow. but I don't feel a risk because I trust my girl so much yeah you shout out Jen her. Jones yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but if you get um, Botox go enough break. then eventually won't the muscles just stop you won't need to get that's it why anymore. I get different sections like I trick yeah. my face it's like confusion I don't just keep muting these same areas because I don't want you want to be able to express yourself and that's why but I just like to ch- I might it might really fuck up my face and look really weird I'll own it We'll address it. It'll go away, though. And then it'll eventually, eventually go away. Yeah. It's not yeah. permanent. Where does mm-hmm. it go? Where does what go? That, that, the shot. Into the muscle. I know. And then what? It just it gets dis- metabolized you, p- you piss it out. <laughs> You're yeah. going to get cut off if you talk about any of the doctor stuff. Oh, yeah. I don't know what it does. <laughs> I don't know where it goes. Your body eats but, it in, in, in essence. Yeah, yeah. I think it goes nom, into nom, your body nom, and nom. it's probably not good. Or really, it's I mean, probably more like your immune system fights it off and then gets rid of it through your urine it is, because it it's is a toxin a, it's a toxin yeah yeah but so is the spray tans so is makeup is you know sp- there's no make none of our makeup is regulated Natural. by the fda oh, none of it kidding me none yeah they can wow. put anything on our face and sell it to us and there's no regulation why is that because the makeup industry they don't care about when Oh, they just cut me off. I'm just kidding. Um, I was making a joke. <laughs> <laughs> it goes mute again. Okay, we have to go to break. We'll be back with more after this. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, so Noah's pregnant, and also, um, woohoo! You're so chill about it. I, I know. Just be like, Noah, we're going to well, talk about. What do you it. think I should be like? Like what? I what guess am I, I would be wrong? like, oh my god, I can't get it, believe I'm going to be responsible for a human. I can't. Ta- I can't take this back. Have you gotten sick at all? 
Did you have morning sickness? I have had such a wonderful pregnancy so far. I'm in my second trimester. I have thrown up and gotten sick. It's not that I haven't, but... That was New Year's Eve. She was wasted. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's good. You won't get sick then. I guarantee you, if you haven't yet, you've only gotten sick once. You've gotten sick once, you said? I've gotten sick maybe uh, like seven times, I would say. That's a lot. That's kind of a lot. That's like a week. But it's not. It's not. It's not compared because to it's just like what it could be. There are some women who have it through their whole pregnancy. Oh, yes, gosh. Schumer did. Oh, mm. that was mm-hmm. that do- documentary where she covered that. That's looked rough, man. Mm. Oh boy. Um. Yeah. I just. I guess I would be stressed out about. I have to take care of a human for the rest of my life. Like I've. I've never once. Had some people the- want to, Nikki. Well, I understand we have that, to. but. It's a we thing for yeah, me, it's at least. We. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But we all know moms do more. It's like, I get that. But I, I'm just saying, I, I'm not saying it's something that you should be stressed out about. I have never undertaken something that I will, won't have an end date. Mm-hmm. I've never committed well, to something that doesn't have an end date in my life. I, I, don't, mm-hmm. I don't know of anything that I, I could even, my career maybe. But that's always going to go in different. It's n- I can give it up at any time. Like I, I could try other things. I've never signed up for something that is about to start in four four months that uh-huh. will be the rest of my life. That would be I would be stressed out about that. But there's no point in being stressed out because it just is the way it well, is. Guess yeah. what? This was planned for Noah. Well, I know. I just can't understand. Wanting that, like want to even like, I would be even if it was something I wanted, like a a, a yacht. Someone was like, "You have to I can keep help this for the next eighteen years." I'd be like, "Oh, this yacht! I'm scared. Like, what am I going to do with it if I decide <laughs> How am I, I don't like send it?" This yacht to college. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. I, think, I think it's so common. A lot of people think that, and um, I remember when I first started dating Avi, we would talk about having children and stuff and how, you know, like we were not ready for it or whatever, but he thought similar to you, it's going to impair his traveling. It's going to, uh, you know, never going to sleep. It's, it's going to be something that like cannibalizes his life. And I was talking to my therapist about it and she's like, yeah, you can look at it that way, but you can also look at it as new opportunities, new adventures, pushing yourself outside of the box to try different things and things that, I probably can't even think of because I've never had a child before. Yes. Yes. You're mm-hmm. saying yes to a whole life that you, you're saying no to a lot of things. That's probably, all but you, a mystery, but it's going to be all fun and just, just gonna your life's going to change. Yeah. You're going to be a different no, person. That's what my brother says is like, or some of my friends say, yeah. it's just, you're just different. Everything has, your life is different. Your life has changed. What you wanted prior to the child is not what you want after the child. I, I call bullshit. I call bullshit oh, on that. Okay. Yeah. Everyone always says that. that. But then everyone still is, I mean, Lisa Traeger has a joke about it. She's like, all these women have babies and they're like, I've changed. And she's like, I think you're still an anorexic bitch. (laughs) Like you still care about being skinny. You still care about your ring light and looking cute on Instagram. You still care about the likes. You still care about having a beautiful home, which everyone's going to, you still care what people think you haven't evolved. You haven't changed that much. I understand. Definitely, you change as a human when you have a kid. I, there's no question about. It. Too many people say that they do, but it's not in that way. You don't become an inherently better person because you well, have a child. No, it's not better. I, just, I didn't say better. Well, it sounds like the way they talk about it, it's romantic. Like I just, man, before I didn't even know what I was doing, and now I just, now I have 
now my life, oh, before, without, like, it's, there is an implied, and I'm sorry to get a, a defensive about this, there's an implied thing of, like, if you don't do it, you'll never know. And that's so sad. I no, think I think different. hearing a, Yeah. I, yeah, I, I think it's just a new addition. Maybe I'm getting defensive. Yes. And you are getting defensive. I mean, it, ju- it, it shouldn't be like a, like a judgmental thing on either side, whether you choose to have kids or not. I, right. I respect people who choose not to have kids because of their lifestyle and they know it'll put a child in the, you know, like not the best environment mm-hmm. to grow up in. I, I can respect people who choose not to do that. And I respect people who want to have families too. It's just, me too. I don't know. I, I don't really see it as a judgmental thing. Yeah, I guess I'm just constantly comparing my own experience, and I'm just still frustrated by why I don't want this thing that all everyone that I know. No, loves I, and I'm wants. proud of you for standing up to that. Yeah, stand up for and your rights. I'm not standing up to anything. Yes, I'm you just are. You're like, fight, fight, I Nikki. Cannot fight the power. I feel You're the going same against way the about when my friends all started kissing boys, and it was this thing that, like, I know I'm going to have to do, but like, I right. don't want to fucking do that at all. It's terrifying. <laughs> what if I'm bad at it? I felt what the if, same way. Or like going to haunted houses all my friends want to go to silo x and i'm like why no. don't i want to do this why yeah. would i want to be scared no. why would i want to take on something that's hard like i and i understand that i go on stage and talk in front of people and to most people that's the most scary thing ever and they could never do that but this is a thing this isn't talking on stage in front of people this is something that most people want mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. why don't that's where i get why upset you like, want what it? i why don't i like this thing that or want this thing that everyone seems to want I just still can't, and I've struggled with it maybe on this podcast for years. Year. Yeah, maybe, maybe you'll want, want it next it year. I didn't want it until, I don't know, like 38 or something. Really? Okay, mm. well, yeah, yeah, 30, I'm... I'm, I am going to be 38 next year because I'm going backwards. <laughs> I'm going to start taking away numbers. You're going to be your sister's age. Yeah. Lauren That's, just turned 38 yeah. two days ago. I wow. know. That's true. I got her a good birthday gift. Did you? Can what? I say what I got? Yeah. Um, I got her cozy earth sheets, which we are doing ads for on the show, but they oh. sent me some. I'm not joking you. Oh, that's This is so not an sweet. ad. They didn't pay for this. So you're welcome, cozy earth. I... <laughs> Have never been someone, and this is another thing on the podcast I've talked about. I don't feel like a real woman because I don't appreciate sheets and Mm. linens and bullshit like that. This changed everything for me. I am so obsessed with these cozy earth sheets. It's you're sleeping in like a silky. I I can't even believe how much I love these sheets. I can't. I've never loved sheets before. I don't care. They're all the same to me. I know like kind of the difference between like you know you're staying at a Ramada Inn or you're staying at a. You know, a, a, a I almost have a heavenly bed. And yes, all that. I uh-huh. listen. I know when it's nice. These are so next level nice. Are they cotton? Wow. Yeah, they're cotton, but like they've got a silkiness to them. I'll I'll show you. I, mean, I, are I have they them on my bed right now. Cotton. Um, I believe I don't. I don't. I don't know. You'd have to look. It might be a they, blend. <laughs> it, it's probably a blend, which I know is not ideal. But I'm so glad there's a blend because it is. I don't want the sheet to be anything other than what wow. it is. I'm mm-hmm. obsessed. I've never with these. heard you talk about sheets. Wait, do you feel yeah. my sheets in another room? Yeah, I can't. Wait. I, I, they had them at Sarah Lena's bed, and that's what I talked to for the ad. Is like because they hadn't <laughs> oh, sent yeah. them to me yet, and so I was talking about Sarah Lena's bed that she had them on, and I remember being like, "Wow!" But I think I didn't really revel in them until I got them myself. Uh-huh. And I'm obsessed. They're bamboo viscose. It's yeah. oh, it's, that's that's they're Oprah's favorite sheets. Oh, they're on her list of favorite things every year. I so, didn't even use my own promo code when I bought them, <laughs> but I will tell you, if you go to Cozy Earth and put some things in a, a basket, and then you put your email the, address in there anywhere, they will text you. 
constantly <laughs> reminding you. And the other day they go 40% off flash sale next three hours. Oh my I, God. I, I, I Let bought, me know. I bought three I pairs want, of sheets. I want to buy some You got some, some for your birthday too, but bitch. They're coming. <gasps> oh, Surprise. Oh, your birthday is January 22nd. You know I have a king wow. I got you a king size sheet. Oh my God. I got I it in this. light gray. Bamboo Why? Vistos. Not white. Why do you like white? You I can like have my white, white ones then. I'll, I'll take the stone gray. <laughs> I, like, I have white. I like white sheets. I'll have to like... We'll have to bleach them a little bit because there's oh, a little spray tan. It. I'll take those gray ones. Okay, they're really nice. You can oh exchange them if you want, God. but just take the gray. I'm so excited. Yeah, I got Lauren some too. Yes. I'm, uh, they're my new get, go-to gift. Oh. I'm obsessed with them. Lay so, you're welcome, cozy. Wait, wait, luxury I get, of bamboo I, viscose. I get yeah, excited to not, go to bed at no night. Cotton in that? No. There's bamboo is not cotton and viscose is definitely not cotton. Okay, no. well I don't know what to tell you. Why do you want I, cotton I, so much? I don't know. I can't believe I'm going to love these. I can't wait for you to go feel them. I'm going to get brainwashed. But as an extra gift for both of you, tonight we're going to see... Tyler Henry. Tyler Henry. I'm so excited about it. He is a medium. He talks to Mm. ghosts. Yeah. People who have passed. And he is the reason, as I've cited on the podcast before, that I believe in an afterlife. Before Tyler Henry, wow. I was on Z Fence, and now I am so bought in. It's so going to be fun. Um, Are you going to meet him? Yes, possibly after the show. If he's not too drained, I have a. We have a. Um, You're my kidding. assistant is best friends with a producer from his show, and so she put us in touch. And she's and I said, please. She goes, "Do you want to meet Tyler Henry?" My assistant said, and I said, "Oh my god!" I mean, I would love to, but like. I've watched his doc. I watched his show, and he gets very drained after these readings. Like yeah. it sucks the life out of him. Yeah. And I, the last thing I want is to take any more of his energy. So if he's up for it, we will meet him, or That's at least so I, I will meet. Him. I don't know. You. Whatever he wants. Right. Um. I don't like to meet people after their shows. No, I, I don't. I know wa- you don't. I just want them to be done for the night. Yeah. Because you've like, been there. You you're there. I like meeting people at a meet and greet, but like if it's just like a celebrity who wants to come by that I like barely know and it's right. just gonna be an awkward thing after my show, I'd rather pass. Right. Um, mm-hmm. but I'm excited to just be at his show and see what he does and yeah. see people like talk like to people that show? are dead. Yeah, he's playing the factory, which I played two years ago. It's like a three thousand seater. Wow. And everyone there is showing up hoping that he of course talks to, talks so the whole to their show dead is person. He's gonna go pick people out of the audience and ask them questions. That's about what I think happens. Yeah, we don't know. I think he's like, I- I'm guessing because I've seen things like this where it's like in this section of the room, there's someone coming through. Yeah. Something about a top hat and maybe a creek or what, you know, like they'll have some, uh, that's me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you try to make me. it work. Uh-huh. And he's no like, matter no, what. No. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be I me. I guess that makes sense clothing. that like, if you could yeah. actually talk to ghosts, then you would be able to sell out a 3000 seat theater. But there's also a part of me that's like, you know, you're profiting so much off of talking to people's desperation to talk to their deceased relatives. There's something as slimy about this. He has like a hundred thousand person waiting list. No, he has a six hundred thousand person. I don't know. But that's what I worked. I worked for a lot of psychics on like psychic radio. Uh I worked for a pet psychic, Sonia Fitzpatrick. And then I filled in for another psychic on like an entertainment channel. And let me tell you, people call these shows like two hours before they even start. Yeah. And they feel such relief They're after desperate. they talk to the psychics. Yeah. And, yeah. I guess but, if they feel but, relief and people find comfort in it, then that's one thing and that's nice. It's but really, to take really advantage of the desperation is, uh, to me, but that's is all slimy. we're doing in this industry. And yeah. I don't think he's taking uh, That's why I like Tyler Henry, is that if you look at him, you just go, 
this guy is not in this to for be the money. famous or cool. Yeah. It maybe is a part of it now for him because once you get in the industry, you kind of get like yeah. a little bit attached to the fame thing. But mm-hmm. he's just he's just a guy with a gift that didn't even want it. It's annoying to him. He was just like yeah. a kid in school who would see ghosts and didn't even know what was going on. Thought everyone could see these ghosts. Right. And then he starts yeah. verbalizing it and people are going, wait a second, my great aunt is named Sylvia. Why, why did she just tell you that? It's okay. The kids couldn't come, or like he would just say, like and people it's okay have an that experience, the kids come. like that. That's the experience that people pay for. So yeah, they're, yeah, they're, like they're willingly participating. But there are going to be a lot of people if who leave being like, why didn't my person come through? I know that's that's a bummer oh, that yeah. he can't get to everyone. Yeah. But I think that even it, just being around people that are experiencing that, it gives you hope that your person is in a place like right. that or that you will be in a place like that and when you'll you die. maybe someday be able to. I have a feeling this is the anniversary of Bob Saget's death for two years ago. Like this January weekend? Night. No, today? today. Oh. And I was like, if anyone's going to come through, I could see Bob wanting to get a little bit more stage time. Yeah. <laughs> like if, like at a 3000 seat venue where he can come through oh my and God. like be on mic, uh, you know, in the only way he could. I'm like, if, if anyone in my life would come through, I would think it would be Bob tonight. That's what I'm, I'm trying to like put that energy yeah, out there. Put I, it out there. But I don't even want to steal anything from anyone because I would much rather someone's son who died of cancer when he was a kid yeah. come through than Bob Saget mm-hmm. for me because I don't have any unfinished business with Bob. But, you know, it would be nice to, I, I wouldn't be like, go away, Bob. But um, I'm not no. going, showing up being like, I hope I get talked to. I don't um, know. But, I feel you know, like if we you could actually talk to do. ghosts, you would be in an insane asylum. Like, it, because also, can you turn it off? I feel like the real people who can talk <laughs> no. to ghosts are like, there's just constantly no. ghosts coming at you trying to get your attention and you don't know where it's coming no, from. No, he what, has what to like scribble on a piece of paper and like channel it. He's got to like tap in. I think it's something that you have to be able, that we could probably all tap into, but certain people are wired to tap into it. Just like certain people are wired to be able to play classical piano and other people aren't. Like it's just mm-hmm. a, a, a thing. Brian's Wait, not buying this. I'm not at buying all. it. I mean, I, I did feel. a podcast for seven years. I talked to a lot of psychics. I've re- I researched a lot of psychics. I think a lot of them are bullshit. A lot of them are definitely bullshit. I don't know if this Most guy particularly are. is. But I but just feel like I, if you were actually able to talk to ghosts, you wouldn't also be able to like leverage that to sell 3,000 seats at a theater. I think you'd be like, you're, like, but the people around you might be. Look insane. You'd probably be living in a. A and you apartment. might be bringing lots of happiness to people when that's you fine. do that. And well, that so that would fulfill fine. you. If you're bringing well, happiness to people. Tyler is so like earnest and like and invested in these on. people and he feels great about it afterwards. And it really is draining to him. Like he has to stay inside and like recuperate. Mm. Like he's hung over after he gives these readings. His mother drives him yeah. to all I know. He's so sweet. So I love him so much. He doesn't even mother. live with his mother. I know. It's, it's so cute. That show is amazing. Life after death. No. Brian, we are going to give an update <laughs> next week's show. Yeah, it's not. It's not, There's no it's way this. I that's. I just cannot believe that this guy would be full of shit. I just. That's what me. I. I, I do think, think psychics are full of shit. I've never been to one in my life. I, if I was someone who shit. bought into this, I've seen plenty yeah. of psychics that are really good. I mean, John Edwards. I don't know if you. Oh, remember. I remember. We were obsessed with him. Yeah, he had a yeah. TV obsessed. show. Obsessed. He ran for president uh, in two thousand four. <laughs> <laughs> not that oh, one. That was the other one. Anyway, no. Yeah, he was good. I, I, I was. Are you hoping Mimi comes through? No, I would rather have some other people who have. I mean, really, I, I Mimi. Feel like, I feel like she's good to go. 
Oh, really? You don't, you don't have is. any like answers? I don't feel or, like we don't need to be like, like are you suffering safe? or yes. say, you know, no, I felt like she died yes. correctly. And I want to mm. just know what Bob hit his head on. Can you just tell us that? Can Bob? Just get that? He Can probably just hit it on the, on the shower. He slipped in the tub. No, he was not in the tub. There was no evidence of him taking post. a shower. Well, okay. Well, you're offering up a lot of things that are definitely <laughs> what happened, but they're all different things. So I want to know I mean, what's what. Oh, it's, I, he hit his Speaking head. Speaking of Bob Saget, he did. Well, we know that. Wasn't yeah. it cool at the end of Chappelle's latest Netflix special? He had uh, in the credits. Did you see the end credits where he showed pictures? Of yes, him with I c- sobbed when Bob yeah. Saget's picture came up. And Bob Saget I don't even Norm. know. Chris was like, "Why are you crying all of a sudden?" Oh, um, yeah. I would just started. Just I I don't know what I don't know what about that does does it to me, but um it got me. Yeah, that I really liked those credits. It was I mean the credits are uh, at the end of Chappelle's special. The song is "I'm the man, I'm the man, I'm the man." Yeah, I'm the, it's like we know <laughs> you know that you're the. It's there's a lot of bravado going on with Mr. Sure. Chappelle, and you hey. know uh, he he should. He's got. A I can't of, imagine I mean... putting logos on my necklace and but maybe that's a cultural thing and my the the sleeves of my shirt oh i've never um, noticed that he does that oh yeah what do you think yeah. of his special brian i thought i i thought it was great i really every time Chappelle goes on stage i think the the word that comes to mind is just compelling like i just want to see yes. what he's gonna say next i don't care so much if it's punchline 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 with him because i'm just interested in hearing what he has to say. At the same time, Mm -hmm. as a fan, every time it comes out with a new special, I am a little disappointed that I'm not getting his true comedic take on the events of the day like he did in Killing Them Softly and his other special. I want to see in Chappelle's next special as a fan, I would love to see an hour of stand-up that is a survey of him giving takes on like what's going on in the world, similar to like what Carlin would do or what he used to do as opposed Mm -hmm. to him kind of it's, it's almost like the special is is less stand up and more like church. It's like, you're sitting there listening to a sermon that's got funny moments in it, but I'm also like, there's sincere lessons to be learned in his show. And Mm -hmm. I, I like that. I was compelled. I watched a full hour Without pausing it, without getting up, most stand-up specials I can't watch in a sitting. You can't do that. Yeah, yeah. Chappelle. No, I agree. I, one sitting, I was like, I got to see what he yes. says next. But he's, I would like to see an hour of Carlin-esque, an, a Carlin-esque hour from Chappelle, or a Killing Them Softly hour from Chappelle. Well, that's why I like when Burr and 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 Chappelle used to like go on late night talk shows, and you just get little snippets of how they're feeling about this cultural moment oh, right yeah. now. Because they don't usually put it out there. Because it doesn't make it to the special by the time you get there or whatever. You just get these little like little uh, bite sized moments. Um, Did you see Kimmel's monologue about Aaron Rodgers? No. Chris just sent it to me. It's funny. He's just he just came back uh, from break. Kimmel just came back from break uh, last night, I guess. Yeah. And is just furious at Aaron Rodgers, who pretty much said something about him being on the Epstein list. Yeah. And you saw his monologue about him. Yeah. And he was like, this guy, he literally thinks because he can throw a football well that he's an intelligent person. Right. <laughs> that somehow your brain is like better than other people's. Right. And I really liked that because I'm tired of upholding people for this talent. You don't have any, there's, we don't need to hear your opinions on things. Right. Even as a comedian, I'm good at like 
Being and a, he's been hit in the head so many times. We don't trust him. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> just that's kidding. true. Just kidding. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> I liked that part because I'm just tired of upholding uh, athletes, especially. I know some of yeah. them are intelligent, but I don't really. Uh, musicians, I don't really want to hear you talk. Uh, actors, I don't want just, just stick to what you're good at. Mm, and I yeah. think people could say the same for me. Like stick to telling jokes. Like we don't need to hear you. And I would to say you you're right. Football. Yeah, you I don't, don't go on your field and throw a football. Why are you speaking words, Aaron? It was just, you know, he was just, Jimmy does not hold back. He's pissed no, I off. Love no. this. I love, Anger I love really Jimmy. inspires. Uh, yes. Yeah, he's good. Once um, he got gray hair in his, uh, in his, in his beard, he became a different guy. Yes. He's, um, yeah, it was refreshing. No, he had children. Mm. Oh really? Is that yeah. that's what changed, changed him? him. He no, children. he had children long changed ago. He, was. he has like twenty five. Oh, years. He, he has like thirty year old kids. <laughs> yeah, that. so that's he funny. didn't change much. But listen, I'm open to um, changing someday. Why? Um, but I don't think I will. Maybe you got to ask Tyler Henry about that. Yeah, yeah. Maybe looking for some answers there. Come mm-hmm. to you, Bob Saget tells me to have kids. If Bob uh, tells you that's his you, message from the afterlife, what would happen if Bob said? I would it, say easy for you to say Bob as a man, there you because go. of course I would like to be a dad. That's what I would say. I would there do that in a second. But you I'm are not. a great dad on TV. Uh, yeah, he was the best dad. He was a great <laughs> dad. dad. I think that's why we were so also collectively loved him. S- saddened was because yeah. he kind of you know America's Home Videos and Full House. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But um, I definitely, uh, yeah, I watched, I've been watching a lot of stuff. I watched Saltburn. Oh, I haven't seen uh, it. Yeah. No one's seen it there, right? No. Yet? Not yet. I have a screener. I haven't watched it yet. What's it on? Oh my God. It's on Prime. Okay. It's free on Prime, but my God. We got to go to break. I'll talk about it when I get back. All right. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. 
We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So I saw Saltburn last night. I was home alone and I was like, I'm going to watch this movie that everyone's been telling me, Nikki, you need to watch it. And I've seen one scene where the guy, have you heard of anything about this movie, mom? Uh, uh, it's gay, no. right? You know, it's gay, a gay romance story. Oh, no, I didn't know it's hardly a gay romance story. I mean, it's, it's a thriller. <laughs> Was it's there a, a penis in it? Because I remember that from Joe Coy's monologue. Penises, yes, uh-huh. yes. There is a there is a penis in it. Um, what is in it? I mean, the scene that I had heard about, and spoiler alert, if you haven't heard about this, I went in knowing that the scene exists. It didn't change anything for me. A guy jerks off in a tub. He's taking a, a bath and he ejaculates while he's taking the bath. And then the water is being drained and some guy goes in after him and slurps up the drain like gets puts his mouth on the drain to slurp up oh, oh okay the, the cum bath water like for the That's... nutrients <laughs> <laughs> yes he okay. is uh, low on iron mm. and he's feeling peaked mm-hmm. and so yeah he gets in there um yeah it's 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 well, a survival just a weird thing. Um, yeah it's, it's just freaky and you're just like what is this I, I don't even care to watch it now it's stomach turning. That is the least stomach turning thing that happens. Oh, oh, and I don't God. really care. In this. I don't there is it. one scene that I was like, I'm someone who says pretty f- crazy things. Isn't she? Don't shy tell about, us. Don't tell us because don't. I will just no say. No one wants the, to know. The, 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 most, lots of people have seen this movie. The scene where he's in the courtyard with the girl mm-hmm. made me sick. Okay. Made me sick. And the other thing And didn't. I think things people are trying to think that this was hot. Oh. What happened what in that courtyard? What is the plot of this movie? The plot is, thank you for asking. Yeah. Because there's this guy, Jacob Elordi, who is mm-hmm. one of the hottest people to ever live. I remember seeing him. I first spotted this kid in um, Deep Water. The psychological th- thriller with Ben Affleck and Ana de Armas that you love. Oh, yeah. Fran- Frangie. He was in that? He's the kid that, he's the kid that drowns at the party. Oh, oh, isn't he? He's also in Euphoria. Mm-hmm. Oh, is he? Oh my he's God. So all these Euphoria kids. Good looking. So hot. And now they're all famous. And I was like, where'd they come from? Like, I, I see them for the first time in their third, in their second or third thing. And everyone's like, yeah, we knew about this person seven they're years ago. They're a household ago name at that point. When they were in season yeah. one of Euphoria. And I was like, I didn't watch Euphoria. I don't know them. Jacob Elordi. He, I, th- I pronounced it Elordi when I looked him up the first time. That mm. is wrong. Elordi, I think it is. He's mm-hmm. so hot. He's just a striking. Is he man. the one that slurped about how, the cum out of the tub? He's the one that came in the cup. C- oh, the tub. Okay. He is a, this oh prized piece that everyone loves women, men, adults, young people, babies, animals. Like he just has this like glow about him. And it's being narrated by a guy who's like, it's the movie starts out like, did I love uh, Felix? Yeah, I love Felix. But was I in love with Felix? I don't know. And then it takes you back in okay. time to 2006. And it's like a period piece of 2006. So there's like all these 2006 references. And it's Felix and then this other guy, Oliver, who live 
at this um, or mm. who go to Oxford and it's their freshman year. I believe it's their freshman year. And Oliver takes a liking to Felix, just like everyone does. Everyone loves Felix, but Oliver sees him from afar and Felix might be a little bisexual. We don't know. Does Oliver have a chance with this guy who's like the most stunning popular guy on campus? And Oliver's just like this dorky kid who doesn't even have, he has like one friend who's like, and he dresses like Harry Potter on the first day. Like he's a nerd. But then all of a sudden this, this guy like through circumstances becomes actually kind of friendly with them. And now is there like, maybe he's attracted to him. And then it goes from there. We don't know. Oh my God. And it gets so wild. What could be more crazy than slurp and come from a tub? That's what I thought. I thought that's where we would peak. That's where it was going to end. It. How much crazier than that? Could it possibly get? Oh, I, I mean, wish we're not I, talking I like a two phones. girls, one cup situation, right? <laughs> no, but it's... um. I feel like slurp and cum from the tub is pretty high up there in terms of what you could do in a film. That's I not just porno. know that I was texting Anya as I was watching it because I can't watch things without someone. So I had to like have be having a conversation and I was like, make it stop. End this movie. Let me out. Get me out. Please, God, stop. movies before and said, I'm not watching anymore. But this was so close to the ending and it was so wild that I couldn't believe what was happening. And it's almost like one of the, I think that I might actually be pretty prudish because I think most people watch really horrifying stuff. Like people who watch Saw movies and Hostel and all those things. Sure, sure. Had hereditary. This movie's nothing to those people. Mm. I've read those synopses. I've uh-huh. never seen... I've never seen like a, a, a movie that is marketed to teens and wow. cool kids, like a popularly marketed movie that is this fucking crazy. And it wow. makes me feel good that something's this insane out there, that someone could write in a script this weird of stuff. It almost feels like I think you should leave. Like, you know, when you watch I Think You Should Leave and you go, how... I know I think this is funny, but are the masses going to ever understand this? And you go, oh my God, it's really popular. People get this. It makes you feel good that like... Maybe what I'm doing is not so weird if everyone yeah. seems to get this. Mm. Um, speaking of I Think You Should Leave, I was at the after party at the Grammys. Um, the, not, sorry, not the Grammys. Emmys. Uh, Creative <laughs> Arts Emmys. And I can't. They're all Emmys. They're all me's. There's too many me. Like <laughs> me, me, me. Emmy, yeah. Grammy. It's all about me, me, me. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> and... Um, and I was at the after party, which was this glamorous event that was in this huge like aircraft hangar thing. And it was it was wow. one of the most beautiful Whoa. things I've ever been to. It was like wow. they were shooting it for a movie. It was gigantic. And there's hundreds of people there, probably like a thousand people in wow. this huge area. There's a band that's playing amazing hits. There's like food everywhere and there's sparkly lights. It was gorgeous. And there's celebrities all around and um, you know, like Jeff Probst. No, oh I don't think he was God. there, but he left early. Uh, yeah. But um, Sam Richardson, who is in somewhere. I Think You Should Leave, and um, <laughs> Jeff Rose was. Yeah, because he's so short. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, uh, Sam Richardson, who's in I Think You Should Leave, he's also oh, uh, on Veep. Detroiters. The black guy on Veep. Detroiters. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm a huge fan. I think he's one of the best comedic actors nice going i mean everything he does is so funny he was in um what was he nominated for the uh, he um oh he was in uh ted lasso he played a guy this sure. season on ted lasso mm-hmm. remember mom you're uh, nodding along but you don't remember i, I don't remember but he, was, he did a great showing on ted lasso this season anyway chris and i are like obsessed with i think you should leave and detroiters which he is like one of the co-stars of detroiters and detroiters was on tv in like 2000 
18, 19. Like, it's been a while. I don't know about it. was that. on Comedy Central. It's amazing. It was the, remember when I played you the clip Bick and Bones? Yes. That's Detroiters. Oh, oh, those uh, guys. Those that guys. guys. Yeah. That guy. Yeah. Canceled so for my, no reason at all. Really? Well, I think he, I mean, it shouldn't have been. It's, but I can't imagine that show still being on. Right? Detroiters. I mean, I some mean, shows I think just need to end. Like, do you go on forever? I mean, well, there was one season, wasn't it? Just one season that canceled. No, it was three. It. it was three. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> no, no way. They gave it a good shot. No, and it's so good. Yeah, there's three seasons. You don't even need to Google this. I know this. I'm watching it right now. So at the end of season two is one of my favorite scenes ever. They're pitching their ad execs that are pitching to Quicken Loans, the bank, uh-huh. and they're both bad ad execs, right? Like they don't know what they're doing. They're um they're trying to make a new ad campaign for Quicken Loans. And it's just a very short scene, but in preparation for this, in preparation for this pitch, they're like pitching out on ideas. And Tim Robinson's character just goes, okay, let's just like, let's think about it. Okay. Quicken loans. So that's him. That's the white guy. The black guy with him is the guy that I'm talking about. Yeah. What's his name? Uh, Sam Richardson. Okay. So Tim Robinson's character is going quicken loans, quicken, quicken loans, picking bones. And then, and he looks like, that's something and then Sam Richardson's character is like um why is our first instinct to rhyme everything and he goes well don't question the process <laughs> and by the way Bick and Bones ain't nothing and so there's just this moment where the first thought is Quicken Loans Bick and Bones cut to they present this thing they're presenting to Quicken Loans and they go we've come up with a mascot you guys need a mascot because people want to get a loan but they don't trust you if you had a mascot they'd trust you and this is several scenes later from Bick and Bones when they said that originally and then they decide to abandon the pitch and they leave up this poster board that has the mascot like shrouded behind a, a curtain. And the people in the board meeting are like, well, we got to see what they were going to pitch for this, <laughs> for this, for this, uh, you know, mascot. And they pull back the curtain. And it's just a like skeleton that's like wearing a top hat. And it, his name is Bick and Bones. <laughs> Not really. It's the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. And I, Chris made me sweatpants and a sweatshirt with Bick and Bones on it and the character on it. Uh, my phone screen is Bick and Bones because it just makes me laugh all day long. It's, it's just a shitty image because you can't. Oh, he doesn't even have a top hat. He's just a skeleton. For some reason, I thought that. But Bick and Bones, Quick and Loans. I say it all the time. I say Bick and Bones. I'm obsessed. So Sam Richardson, final thought. I'm at the after party. Sam Richardson, but which by the way, Chris and I have already clocked that he's there because we were at the event. And we're like, oh my God, Sam's here. Oh my God, it would be so cool to cool. talk to him. I've met Sam before years and years ago, probably 2017. Chris and I were broken up. Sam was not Bick and Bones to us yet. It wasn't Detroiters to me. He was just on Veep to me at that time, which was still a huge deal. Right. But I remember meeting him at a party and being very nervous. And I think I bombed on that set at this like house party he was at. It was a weird setting for a comedy show at a, a house party. But um, he was really nice to me afterwards. And I think we've maybe DM'd over the years, like just said good job about something. But I didn't, I don't feel like I know him. He, I feel a tap on my shoulder. It's him at the after party. And was like, Nikki. And I was like, Sam Richardson and I and Chris is still walking the direction I was just walking before I turned around so I grab Chris and I'm like I go Sam and so Chris is like Sam knows who you are like Chris and I were broken up when I met Sam so like he wouldn't even know that I know him and I don't right. think and I, it's not something that I'd be like we've DM before Chris like I so it was really cool that Chris was like wait why are you talking to our favorite person ever <laughs> and then I go Sam you won't even believe it. And I go, we are watching Detroiters right now. We're late to the game, but it's the greatest show ever. He's like, oh, that's so awesome. And I go, 
I go, look at my what my phone screen is. And I showed him headphones, <laughs> and he was like, he was even like, I don't even get that reference. I mean, it was such a nothing moment. He didn't say that. He was like, that's amazing. I go, my my Christmas gift was a sweatshirt with pick and bones written on it. So it was just this great moment where I was sharing that's this awesome. very obscure thing from this thing that he did. It was so fun. And yeah. um I also met Lori Grenier from Shark Tank. Oh, I love oh, her. Yeah. Love. Yeah. We were both wearing the same color. We had the same color hair. We kind of looked alike. I that saw was your very picture. exciting. It's so cute. We were walking out and I was like, should I say something? Like Chris and I both walked by. Did her she like, know who Lori. you were? She did because I presented. Well, I know. But did she know who you were before that, do you think? Questionable, but I, would, I wouldn't no. be surprised if she didn't. But it yeah. wasn't like I was like. She came up and was like, oh, you're podcast host Nikki Glazer, right? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I listened to your podcast. She Wasn't was she? so nice, but I was a little bit worried because I, I wanted to say something to her, but it was the end of the night and we were on our way out and we had just said goodbye to so many people and we kept getting stopped and it was just like, right. and then I was like, no, it's too, I have to say something. Yeah. I just, I have to follow my own rule. If you respect a celebrity, you like their work, you got to tell them. And so right. I went back and I was like, I put down like all this plates of food that I was stealing to take to my car. And I was like, <laughs> Lori, I was like, I love you. She was like, oh, you were fantastic. I, she was like, my heart is comedians. When I see a comedian, I just think my heart. I don't know what that oh, meant, well, that's but she sweet, loves sweet. us. She loves comedians. Oh. She loves what female comics is especially oh. have done. We all have to stick together. She was, she nice. was, Lori's usually I'm out, but she was in. She was in. She yeah. was so in. Oh. And she asked for my number. She gave me her phone all and right. she said, put in your number. That and I thought is... this is never going to happen. She texted me today oh. and asked for the pictures that we took. Oh, oh my God. I I know. She's a big fan. She might come see me at the Hollywood Bowl on May 9th with Taylor Tomlinson and Michelle Buteau and Sarah Silverman. Yes. Shark Tank. Taylor Tomlinson is on that list too. Yeah. Wow. When is that? What a lineup. (laughs) When is that? May 9th. You'll be there. Can I come? Yeah, you'll become. It's the Hollywood Bowl. I'll probably never do that again. I love the Hollywood Bowl. Yeah. Who have you seen Mm. there? Steely Dan. Steely Dan. Who took you there? You did. You were doing a show and you were sent us to get babysat by. Yeah, because you guys didn't want to come to the show. And so you were visiting me in LA and I go, Steely Dan is at the bowl. (laughs) I'm going to have Steely Dan babysit you guys for that. (laughs) (laughs) It was awesome. Yeah. It was one of the best. Jack Black, I'd do it again. Oh my God. We loved it. I love love Steely Dan. Um, Um, Just so you know. So that was so, cool. uh, Detroiters, yes. I've done the research now. Two seasons, 10 episodes oh, really? per season. So it's only 20 episodes total. Wait, it's and not three seasons? No, it's two seasons. And they were hoping for a third season and got canceled. And according to an interview in the Indie Wire, Sam Richardson. What a fucking know it all I was. Okay. Sam Richardson, not happy about <laughs> the demise of Detroiters. They really wanted a third season. And then Comedy Central went ahead and. Fucked it up essentially, and huge I mean, mistake. What a fuck up to have because that Tim show Robinson... found its voice right away. It usually takes a, oh a season to fi- figure out what it's a show is. That hilarious. show is so good. Can oh you imagine God. the? Well, I think you should war? leave as the show you've watched. Imagine Detroiters what? never came out. Can you imagine yeah. the bidding war that would occur if Tim Robertson and Sam Richardson for the first time were pitching a show together? Something right now. Yeah, something right now. I mean, these guys' stars have skyrocketed. So Comedy but Central what, had what, what is Comedy Central supposed to do if something's not performing well r- ratings wise? Just keep investing in it. I'm not trying to like be on their side mm-hmm. because I, I I get that they fucked me over too. They've also given me amazing opportunities. But um, what are they supposed to do, Brian? If, well, if people aren't watching Sam it, even Richardson, if it's gold, 
the the uh, the reason they decided to cancel it despite the fan base is because of low ratings but sam richardson says in the indiewire interview that it had low ratings because of decisions that comedy central made i wouldn't disagree mm. with that yeah so like one mm. of the things they did was season two they held on to because he believes they were probably trying to shop it to some other network and then when they didn't find a buyer for it they did a summer release and it was like up against like oh, sports yeah. basically and so he's like, why would anybody, nobody watches TV this way. If they have the opportunity to watch the NBA finals live or a Comedy Central sitcom, they're going to watch the NBA finals. And then kind of what happened with Not Safe, they don't put stuff, especially at the time, they don't put stuff online until way after it came out. Yeah. So it's like, how do people kept going up to Sam Richardson, according to the article saying, how do I watch season <laughs> two of Detroiters? How do I watch it? And he goes, well, you have to download the CC app. And that's how you watch it. And of course, nobody's going to do that. A great example of this is the final season of Broad City, one of the most popular shows on Comedy Central of all time. Most people did not watch the final season of Broad City until eight months after it came on air because it then was released on Hulu. You couldn't see it for eight wow. months. Like Allie is a huge Broad City fan. She watched every episode multiple times. And then the last season came out and she couldn't see it. She couldn't watch it anywhere. It wasn't on anything. And you know that Comedy Central, they used to at least wait an exorbitant amounts of time before they allowed it to be on places like Hulu. And so mm. that's kind of what happened to Detroiters. And then it was canceled and fizzled out. And they would have done a season three. They were waiting for it. The way you just said wait, they were going to wait. It sounded exactly like the guy at Stop, like for blind people. Wait. <laughs> wait wait no wait let me say something brian that uh it was amazing you just looked that up and synthesized it he synthesized so much in such a little oh, amount of time my god well that i was had amazing. a little bit of the information already in my head because i i knew there was i've read this article before i think about this because like wow. why is detroiters why only 20 episodes Yeah, last for time we got done with the podcast mom just goes brian is so smart well you just know so much brian he really yes. does well, I, I, and then you just dug that up so quickly. And, well, it's and it's served. Google. Well, you don't know how to Google things. So yes, I, think that's I do. I'm a great Googler. I thought yeah. I thought I was a a good Googler, but no. I learned this. Ryan's with, with, really good. Whenever I don't know something, I look it up, and I learned this from being married to Allie, where I, I realized that most people, when they don't know something, they don't go look it up to try to f learn it. Right. Oh, like Allie never. I do goes to look it up to like if we're like if we're driving past the college on the road it's like a like Pierce College some small college I'll be like I wonder what that college is all about like how many people <laughs> go to that college I'll go look that up and then learn about Pierce College and Allie wouldn't so if we're on the road and I'm because driving because that's I have not to... interesting I think that's <laughs> then, what she probably would if she why... was interested in it but that's why I know about things because I just whenever I see something like that I but just you're look interested. it up and then I know it well, you're just interested. Yeah, yeah, and your brain has can hold a lot of s details and stuff. Obviously, yeah. Yeah, so that must be it. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I'm trying yeah. to think of any so other cool. highlights I have from the after party. Um, how how long did you stay? Um, I st we probably stayed an hour and a half. Where was it? It was a pretty long time. It was out it was in downtown LA at the convention center. Oh, at the and center. It was, so it was at huge, the center. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, did you change huge. your outfit? Um, no, traffic was not bad. Getting down there. Oh, uh, it was, there was like a lot. They're getting down there. 
you know, I come from West Hollywood all the way to downtown LA. It was like a 40 minute drive in the car. My dress cannot be wrinkled. So I'm just mm. like, I, I first Laying. sat normally and then I all of a sudden look down. I'm like, oh my God, it's so wrinkled. And I'm like, oh no, there's a red carpet. Like the reason you do these things is for the red carpet. You right. just want to get that photo. The event itself doesn't matter. Everything is about what you post on Instagram, having that photo on the red carpet saying you were there. Mm-hmm. Like I could take a million photos in the lobby of my hotel and it doesn't do what it does. If you have a red carpet one, it doesn't speak to the industry. I'm part of this. I'm moving. I'm shaking. I'm literally shaking because it's freezing outside. (laughs) Was it? Yes. But they didn't have a red carpet when I first got there. And I was like, what? Like sometimes you get to things and they go, this "This happened before. Yes, it did happen before. I was late Mm. for the Critics' Choice Awards carpet, but this time there was no carpet. And I go, there's no carpet. What am I here for? Like, no offense, but like, right. We all want a picture. I've spent five thousand dollars getting styled for this freaking thing, right? Yeah. And um, and then they go, no, it's after. So I did get a red carpet Whoa. picture, but it was after I presented. Oh, so and you so could I, steam your dress out. So somewhere. I went. They pulled me to go steam my dress backstage before I presented. An hour and a half before I presented. So I am in these Dolce and Gabbana heels that are amazing. Ugh. They hurt so. I was standing for an hour and a half before oh, I even went. So this is backstage standing. Oh, geez. and then thank God I had a. Bla- I I gave my ladies gave me a blazer to wear with my thing because I was freezing. And then I present the award, and then I have to go walk around and do the red carpet and different press stuff, and then finally back to the seat. And then afterwards, we have to walk to the convention center, which is about a quarter of a mile. And oh, it is freezing outside. It's like God. Chicago February. And you're wearing those heels. Yes, it oh. was. I well, by the time I got to the party, I was. Like, babe, I want to go home. I, I can't. <laughs> I go, the and I was trying to get him to understand. I was like, imagine you got caught your foot in a bear trap and now you have to walk with that on your foot. Like, it's already oh hurts just oh sitting still, but now mm. you have to walk. Like, I, I'm so over this. I was hobbled. Uh, by then, the night I couldn't walk anywhere. I wasn't able to socialize. I, we had to leave earlier than we probably would have wanted to. And Chris even though couldn't was, carry you. He could have, but I didn't want to be the girl being carried. I didn't want to be the, no. the girl Does that who was... happen? Yeah, Hollywood? he could. I mean, really? No, but no, I should have brought flats. Next time I will bring oh. flats. I learned my lesson, but it's like that ruins you the look. You need a bag. Though. You yeah. need a bag that will hold your flats. Yeah. That's the problem. But then your bag ruins your outfit, so you have to have yes. your boyfriend hold the bag, and then he and then looks he stupid looks because like his, he's his, carrying his, your bag. Yeah, it's like you can't... Then my bag broke, and Tums and oh Pepto-Bismol went flying oh. everywhere oh, on the God. floor God. when I was looking for Chris. I was already walking alone God, in this party, and everyone's looking at me like, that girl's alone. Oh, my God. And then God. my bag, I felt like well, the straps kind of give way, and then it... It fucking spilled even more. <laughs> yes, all my ID, a hundred dollar bill, Tums and Pepto Bismol scattered everywhere. Wait, those are tablets, not. No, the Tums like were in a container. No, the liquid Pepto Bismol. No little tablets. Okay, all right. <laughs> but still, it was just everywhere on the carpet. So worse. embarrassing because I was already looking alone at a party, like a girl looking for someone for like a really long time, and I could tell people were like, well, "She looks sad and desperate," but I kind of didn't care. But then my back <laughs> broke. And I really didn't care. Could have been worse. But could have been like gas X and Imodium or something. Yeah, yeah. it could. There could have been horrible could've things could've been in there. Coke. Yes. Yes. Coke yes. Not at all. Yeah, that would have been. People would have been like, "Let me get in on that. Yeah. She's cool." All of a sudden, <laughs> I'll the be your talking to me. <laughs> you, you don't have to be lonely anymore, little girl. <laughs> I would have been talking to people already if I was on coke. I was so not in that frame of mind oh, of like, yeah. I, when your feet hurt, when you're in pain, uh, the, like I said before, you have a headache. You should get out of life. If you're in pain yeah. with your feet. There's no, you don't, don't want to do work. anything. And I looked around. 
trying to find Chris at this thing. Where was he? I said to Chris, I go, I can't find you because imagine every woman is dressed in the same dress. Imagine how difficult that would be, even though we're all different sizes oh, and right. have different color hair. Right. Imagine how impossible it would be to find you. Everyone's Every in Every man is in the same fucking thing. Yeah. Which I feel bad for you guys because you can't now, express where was yourself. He? Where was he? He was, because he had so many people there. I sent him off a lot of times because I was like, oh, I just want to stay at this see. table. And he I would see. come back from me, but then I would wait and wait and I'd go, actually, I think I can walk. And I'd start just like tiptoeing oh, around. It's all about you moving Men around. Men express themselves. Timothy oh, Chalamet, was. he was wearing a chocolate-themed uh, suit. Uh, That's true. From Tom Ford. He would have. Oh, Kid Cudi was all. I was like, I told someone he's his wife or girlfriend is the only person who can find him because he was wearing this bedazzled, <laughs> sequined, pink tux, and I was like, what a lucky lady. Yeah. Can you for, believe for her? Set Chris up in that. There yeah. was an event where uh, the, at the same event they were celebrating. Salt burn where a guy slurps up cum from a tub and Wonka. <laughs> it's the same yes. event. We're giving awards out. Was salt burn being celebrated? <laughs> I don't know. I thought it well, got did an anyone award. win awards for it? I was mentioned anyway. It, yeah, as a j- That's joke. That's needs to be. I think you mm. need to see it. It's so nuts. I probably will see this. It's nuts. So dad will be uncomfortable because it's GAY. Yeah. And I just think men, straight men are still not on board with. That they get nervous. Mm. They should be. I like that this is, but it's, (laughs) it's, um, it's, I love what he's going, hmm. But I mean, even dad's friends made a comment about that guy with nail polish on that was on our show. Mm -hmm. Yeah, those were neighbors, older neighbors. Okay. Dad's older neighbors, people that dad was playing ping pong with or something. Oh, they said there was a gay man on We Are Family who won $75,000 because he guessed my name. And he had painted nails. He wasn't even like a flaming. It doesn't Not even matter. All. A lot of He's just a guy with painted nails. And yeah, my, that's what I these said. These people came up. My dad was like hanging with some old men, and they were like, "Oh, I bet you, well, I bet you really wanted to hug that guy." They were like making homophobic jokes, yeah, about weird. this guy. And my dad was like, "I did want to hug him. He was amazing. Yeah, he was the nicest guy ever." And he exactly. just won a bunch of money because he guessed my daughter's name. And they were like, "Oh, I bet you did. He would have loved that." And it's just like. What is this uh, weird buddy comedy from 1988? I like don't even know who talks like that anymore. Yeah. I that was they're nervous. It's it really eye opening. Yeah, only yes. a few more years until it's a thing of the past because those people. I don't will know. Be in the oh yeah, because they'll be dead. That's true. All mm. right, well, right. Silver Noah. lining Noah over here. Yeah, yeah. I know. she's looking to the future. She is. She's raising the next generation. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but the <laughs> next generation will have their own nails. thing that sucks too. There, everyone yeah. says that like over the course of time the racist people will die and then we'll eventually reach this nirvana but every generation is going to have some shit that they suck and they, and they need to die for and it'll never end it's just going to be endless generations of shit <laughs> oh my gosh yes it's true well because we're all jealous of the younger generation because they're a little bit because they're younger because they're younger and three so generations for now time. there's going to be so many gay guys that the straight people will be the minority and then they're going to be weird and nervous around the straight guys can't the, wait. Yeah. yeah. That's going to be. <laughs> That'll be fun. Yeah. Let's get there. All right. Um, guys, we'll be dead. we will be back next week to talk about ha- Tyler Henry that we're going to see tonight. I can't mm-hmm. wait. Um, so stay tuned for that. And next week, we are also going to be on the road. Um, Brian and I are going to be in Fort Pierce and Daytona Beach, Florida, Friday and Saturday. That's the 19th and 20th of January. Come see us there. Can't wait to meet you guys. Um, What's we'll that do show in the May? The, show. the May show? 
That's the, the Hollywood, Hollywood Bowl. Bowl. Oh, the Hollywood Bowl, May 9th. If you're oh, in the LA yeah. area, plan a trip to LA around it. You get to see me, Taylor Tomlinson, Michelle Buto, and Sarah Silverman. That's going to be insane wow. at the Hollywood Bowl. Iconic. Yes. I can't even believe it. It's crazy. It's so I don't even cool. know. I don't know what order we're going in. That'll be oh, weird. That'll we'll be really straws, interesting. I guess. Wow. Yeah. That's always like a weird thing where you're like, whose ego is going to prevail on this? Who? Yeah. We all want. We all want to be in the closer position because we'd all like to think we're like the best. Because the closer is who probably is it the again? Best it's Michelle Buto, Taylor Tomlinson, Nikki Glaser, me, and Sarah Silverman. Sarah Silverman. I'll probably <laughs> open. I feel like I will take the hit as the least famous person of all those people. Mm. I don't care. I, I don't think, even know who Michelle Buto. But, but you wouldn't Silverman know who I was either. Goes, but I'm your daughter. Is the closer, Sarah Silverman, probably closes. Yeah. she's got the most. She'll close. Yeah, well, we'll see. I'm okay with opening. I'll open. That'll be fine. I just want to be able... I want to sing at some point in that place. Oh. I think we need to do a musical yeah. thing. I, oh. I might get the girls together to come up with some kind of fun closing thing. That's mm-hmm. so That fun. sounds fun to me. Yes. I don't know. We'll see. All right, guys. Uh, get those tickets and don't be kidding. Watch Saltburn and let me know what you think. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. Well, how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.